0: The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world, on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing, approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. In this episode, Dennis McCarron, a partner at Cardinal Brokers, and MTD's monthly business insight columnist, discusses how to level up your sales team by investing in training. But first, who should you invest in? Dennis tells you how to spot high potential employees and what to do next in this episode of the Modern Tire Dealer show. So let's get to it. Dennis, thank you again for joining us on the Modern Tire Dealer show. It's it's been a while and we appreciate you carving some time out of your schedule to talk with us today. No problem. Mike, happy to do so. Yeah. So what we want to cover is something that you uh, elaborated on in a recent issue of MTD in your business insight column. The the topic was how to level up your people, your employees, specifically, how do you uh, identify high potential employees and and what do you do in terms of investing in them, training, education, uh, getting them to the next level of performance. And I guess my, my start off question would be, how do you uh, identify high potential employees who are worth that extra investment? Are there certain uh, characteristics that you as a shop owner w- would, would look for or want to identify?
2: Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a great question, Mike. Uh, a high potential employee is someone who is looking to get better, not just earn more money, they're, they're, they're eager for the, the education and the personal improvement in their, in their own job space. Um, so somebody that willingly takes on uh, extra tasks or is, is inquisitive about available educational programs, that's, that's a good sign of a high potential employee. High potential means the person is capable of more growth. Um, the sort of opposite of that is high performer. And a high performer is not a bad thing. Obviously, a high performer, you know, in our world, either sells a lot or, or works on a lot of cars and does a good job. But high performers have, are, are labeled as such because they've reached the peak. Um, they're very, very good at what they do, but there's not that capacity to go into a, a next level of promotion or, a, a, you know, a, more ASE certifications.
1: Okay, and you said in your article, there are different levels of employees and different levels of, of potential as well. Can you elaborate
2: on that a little bit? Sure. So the, the level of, of sales um, is, is a good tool to use it, to see where a current selling or a service advisor employee is and to identify uh, what steps can be taken to try and help improve that position. So a, a, a level one Salesperson is someone who has absorbed a lot of product training, which is which is uh, there's a glut of product training in our industry. Um, the problem is the level one salesperson doesn't necessarily know what to do with that information. So when a customer comes in, they just kind of spill all of their knowledge onto the customer. And mm-hmm. the problem with saying everything about a product. Is that it gives it may give the consumer the chance to know you may mention some a feature that the customer isn't interested in. So now the customer may think that they're overpaying for a product they don't need. Hmm. So, what a level one salesperson needs to learn uh, so, what you would instruct a level one salesperson is the need for listening, listen first. So a level one salesperson needs to learn how to ask questions because that puts us in a listening position. Once the salesperson starts listening more, they become a little more selective about what they talk about the product uh, does and what its features are. The downside is usually when they transition into a level two sales, because we've got them in the habit of listening, natural human behavior creates a little bit of relationship. So a level two salesperson, also the downside becomes, they become the friend of the customer. Mm. And typically they do that at the expense of the company. And what that looks like in real life is discounting. Ah, so a Level two salesperson will discount a lot. How about a level three uh, salesperson? Uh, a level three salesperson uh, is what we call an order taker, and with the friend, we have to just teach them that if if the first price that you mentioned to the customer isn't true, you're actually lying to them. So you use mm. sort of use the relationship against them. So when we tell that to a level two, they go a little robotic and they be, kind of become an order taker. Now the benefit of the order taker is what's called price integrity. The price is the price is the price. You don't go to a McDonald's and say how much is a, a hamburger, and they tell you two dollars, and you say how about a dollar You know the the price is the price. So that's a good thing. We 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 now have price integrity at our counter, uh, and the order taker also off does offer options. So The typical offering in this industry is good, better, best. Uh, how a lot of people. Um describe it. What's missing though is in order for the person to grow out of friend into the order taker, typically they they get rid of any level of relationship and that's what being robotic means. Hmm. and you're gonna have good sales but there's still potential if the person is a high potential employee, there's room for growth um, there's three more levels that the salesperson can get to with just a little bit of training. Well, how how do you get to the next level, which would I think be level number four? So, so the level four, uh, it's interesting. The need satisfier. You go back to the idea of of listening, and getting that person to say, okay, you know, listen to what the customers' needs are. It's not necessarily, you know, just just a uh, their brakes are making noise. Now that's what we that's what we learn in um, level one sales is to find the issues, but in level four need satisfiers, you know, the customer may also have concerns like, I, I need to be out of here by 3 p.m. That's a personal need, right? The, the brakes is a, is a mechanical need. So mm-hmm. a level four need satisfier picks up on those things. It, it, this is where at level four, we truly get into the skill and the psychology of, of selling. Okay. And they take all the information that they hear and they present it in that way. And they say, you know, uh, Mike, uh, you brought your car in for a brake noise. We found that noise. The pad need to be replaced. And you also mentioned you need to be out of here by three. And I, and I can definitely do that. I'll have you out of here by 1.30. They package the whole need because they listened deeply. And, and that's
1: the key to level four. So at that point, the salesperson is, is satisfying both the customer's needs and his employer's needs. So it's a win, win for both you, parties.
2: Yeah. You're, you're now building a relationship with the customer. You have price integrity. Uh, the, the conversation very rarely goes into discount territory. Um, a level four salesperson, a need satisfier should be able to shift things around. Like if a customer says, well, you know, I don't have $800. The level four salesperson can say something like, well, you know, we could do two tires now and two, t- I can set you up for an appointment." you know, a month from now for the other two tires. So in other words, they move the priorities around as opposed to taking out the, the sword and cutting prices.
1: So the next level is five. How do you get from a four to a
2: five? Uh, a four to a five is, is not always within the salesperson's control. A salesperson can influence this transition. Um, to go from a need satisfier to a consultant, which level five is consultant, Uh, trust is developed. Some customers, uh, when they come into your store, they're just there for an oil change. They don't wanna build a relationship. (laughs) They just have a coupon for an oil change. That's all they want. And that's okay, we'll we'll take their money, we'll do the oil change and, and away they go. It's perfectly fine, it's a simple transaction. But because many customers are emotionally attached to their vehicles, second largest purchase of their life, uh, it's a it's an independent mode of transportation. All sorts of things tie people to their vehicles. Uh, a lot of people do look for a relationship with someone to repair their vehicle because it's very important to them. So, the customers that are willing to put trust out there, and you earn that over time. Uh, mm-hmm. Statistically, trust doesn't develop until about the third visit at a very low level. Mm-hmm. But a consultant, the the customer no longer has these distrust barriers or the suspicious. This guy's you know trying to get one on me. He literally opens himself up and says, "I have this problem, but I only have this amount of money." They don't hide anything; that the, everything is on the table. And in return, the consultant also has to put everything on the table too. You know, I can't do it today. Let's schedule it for another day. I can get you done, but it's gonna. Go past your time. Maybe I can get you a rental car. We have, mm-hmm. you know, loaner cars here. There's both people, the salesperson and the customer are solution oriented because there's trust.
1: How, how would you define a level six salesperson? What are some of the characteristics of somebody at that level?
2: A uh, level six salesperson is at the peak of, of their career. Um, they're called a partner, and it's interesting. You know, all of these levels we've been talking to about up until this point have all hinged on greater and deeper communication, including talking and listening. The interesting thing at the level of partner, so much trust is established that there it's okay to have a very decreased amount of communication, and a lot of people listening. If they work in a store, they'll understand this. You know the customer comes in and just kind of tosses the keys and said it's it's making a funny noise in the right, I'll pick it up at five, and they leave. Mm-hmm. There's no need to discuss how much is it going to be, or you know, when to call me and talk to me. They've they've had the rapport and the relationship building for long enough, you know, they under they have their routines down, they, they know what the person's mm-hmm. comfortable with. It it makes some people a little uncomfortable, right. And usually, right. the partner has some limit set in their head of of what dollar amount before they have to make a phone call, mm-hmm. but but the customer will always respond, "You don't have to call me; just fix it." But you, you maybe have that phone call anyway.
1: Well, I know quite a few of our listeners and readers have reached that that level, and uh, that's that's where you want to be. I, from what they've said, um, in terms of training, you know, the next step. So. What, what sort of training would you recommend
2: for lower level salespeople like level one, level two, maybe uh, level one and level two salespeople, you can do in-house. You don't have to pay for any program. You just have to watch them and, and, and coach them. You know, the, the level one uh, salesperson is just going to talk too much and, and not listen enough. And mm-hmm. you can just say like, you know, speak less, listen more, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A level two is going to discount and and, you, and it's very powerful when you say, you know, when you discount, you're training a customer that the first price out of your mouth is a lie. That's a mm-hmm. very powerful statement. Mm-hmm. That can all be done in-house. Mm-hmm. When you get into level three and four, um, this employee is worth investing in a good quality program mm-hmm. um, and a quality program, has what what is referred to as desired outcomes, tangible um, changes in behavior that you can see from going to training. It, it's not uh, desired outcome isn't something like they'll sell more. Uh, that's very vague. Desired outcomes of, of pro- programs that are well designed will have a very specific things that a boss or owner or manager can see has changed the way they deliver the sales presentation, the way they close a ticket, or the way they, you know, summarize and you know ask probing questions, you'll be able to see that. There obviously is anything the higher quality something is the fewer things that are out there. Um, but I, I would I would say something very easily is that it, it's going to be expensive. Um, but your return on that employee with a quality program, uh, it is going to be worth it. The return on investment is almost always there. But having said that, this is to remind everybody for employees that are high potential, Mm -hmm. if somebody's at their max or they're not a good employee, no training program out there in the world is gonna make a duck and turn them into an eagle. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. So that it, when people say oh, I, I don't have the money, it's typically they're trying to, you know, send ducks to Eagle School and it, mm. it it's just not going to happen. Dennis, um, as
1: we as we wind down this this episode of the modern tire dealer show, any other thoughts on high potential employees, the various levels you discussed, uh, training, investing in them. Is 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 this something that that shop owners and managers need to to do right
2: away? I should do right away. Uh, no, I mean, well, I mean, it's going to depend on their financial position. Um, mm-hmm. Education should go slow, mm-hmm. uh, and and to you know to top off like a level five and a level six, just to to give a a piece on that. Uh, those typically don't require any kind of training. That that comes from self investment. Mm-hmm. Somebody who you know internal motivation factors. I want to be the best in my career, so they'll push themselves through level five and level six. When you're a salesperson and you have a customer that literally comes in and just tosses the keys and says, fix it. There's an amazing sense of, of pride and satisfaction that comes from saying, I built that, you know, Mm -hmm. I I have that relationship with the customer, trust me that much. So that's, that's, that's internal. The, if you want to look at it from a point of view, like what's the, the hardest transition um, I, I would say probably the uh, friend into the order taker, uh, because you're talking about uh, establishing relationships. Then mm-hmm. they've just taken it a little too far, mm-hmm. and you're asking them to peel back. Um, mm-hmm. th- we have a lot of discounters <laughs> in in the industry that you know kind of drop their price at the first sign of trouble, mm-hmm. um, and it's really damaging. You're you're you are teaching the customer that your price is not stable. It's, it can move in any direction. Um, and then, and then you end up establishing that as customary. And and now every conversation is debatable price-wise. Dennis, want to thank you for all this great uh,
1: practical advice. I'm, I'm sure our listeners uh, can can relate to a lot of what you just said and, and definitely some food for thought moving forward as they attempt to uh improve and enhance the professionalism of their teams and salespeople. So uh, great to have you back on the show. Looking forward to uh, talking to you later in the year and uh, we'll chat soon. All right. Great to be back. Thanks for having me, Mike. You're welcome, Dennis. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Don't forget to access this program on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other popular podcast platforms. To contact Dennis, email him at Dennis at Brokers.com. That's C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-B-R-O-K-E-R-S.com. We'll talk to you soon.
0: The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world, on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, TEN offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what TEN can do for you and your business at mtd10.com.